This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Pink suits with hats to match. Big cracker dolls and Cadillacs. You looking for the fattest sacks. This is where it's at. Windows tinted. Seats for lyric line. Keep the hands on the burner. Because niggas know that it's money on the Yo, what up, though? It's your man Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tim Foyle Hat Titan. A.K.A. the Conspiracy Realist. A.K.A. the Technology Snob. Steve Jobs Jr. Don't text me with your green bubbles. A.K.A. I only debate my equals. Everybody else I teach. Also known as Juice because all the hoes say J.U. Ice. Young Caesar because you know you can't roam without me. Mister, if you don't like me, fight me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me. A.K.A. The West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda. Don't debate me, debate your mama. I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man Dame Gone Wild, the West Side Landlord, the pride of PA. High Chief Dame Don't Fuck Around, the liquor store legend, the corner store conquistador, your mama's favorite dame, and the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk podcast, because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you speak it on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's fucking go. Yo, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast episode 247, right? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. sounds about right. 247 on you And uh, we back again, man. Yeah. Yeah. Good to be back. Yeah, man. How, how was your week, my brother? My week was cool. I saw you look at my hand. I got a. I got. I did tattoo my knuckle. No, I was looking at your watch. Oh, thank you. It That's was, not your knuckle either. This is like your That's knuckle. Not, it's not a like. It's either your knuckle or not your knuckle. That is not your knuckle. Okay, well, I got a tattoo <laughs> on my finger. <laughs> I saw it on the internet. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I probably could have did that too. Go like, ahead and get with you a, with a. Um, what you know? You know them little uh the the pens with the little sharp. Not it's not a sharpie. Them little, I don't know what the ink pens called, dog. But they got the little tiny ass, real thin. But this this isn't pen. gonna go away when I wash my hands. Oh okay, that's what's up. This isn't gonna go away. So, for those that don't know, I got a coffin tattooed on my middle finger, cause you know death death been trying me. Yeah. And then go to fuck off. And get the fuck away from me. I don't know if I'd antagonize it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's just me. But hey, you know. Yeah, so I, I did that. I'm trying to think. Uh, hold on, did you ask me? What? How was your week? Oh, what? He already did that. Oh, I, my bad. I must have missed it. <laughs> nigga, <laughs> nigga, wow. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, uh, this was the first week in Juice for Dame yeah. in trying this uh, vegan lifestyle. Yeah. I can't even front, dog. I feel so much better. That's what's up. I feel so much better, like, not fucking with no meat this week. and I lost eight pounds. This week? Yeah. Just water weight, but that's a that's a good start, man. Congratulations. Yeah. I ain't I, I I didn't I didn't buy no kind of fast food or anything. I ate everything I ate this week was was prepared inside of the home or in someone else's. Okay. <laughs> and that's that's the thing that I've that I had to kind of start getting into the habit of because I just be moving and like, you know, well, if I'm out and about, I'll stop it, you know, yeah. White Castle, Burke. So none of that this week. I made sure that all my plan all my meals were planned pretty meticulously. So 
you know, I stayed on the healthy track. And then, like, man, seeing the support from everybody and the hashtag, the juice for Dame, lots like, man, there's a lot, lots of love and support for you, boy. And I appreciate man, y'all. Lots man. of hashtags, man. I click on that hashtag. I see all the, the all the shit, man. That's love. A kill from Machine Products. Uncle Marcus was doing it every day. Man, Shout out to the homie Macho because Macho was the one who introduced this idea to me. And it, it it got me it got me feeling he challenged me and it's got me feeling better man. man we and it's a lot of y'all. I don't want to miss nobody because it's Verge, you know shit, Cheyenne. We, 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 we Judy shut, sponsored me. We shut down. Hey Verge, juice this. Yeah, yeah. Verge was Verge was inundated with with additional business. Man, look at that shop talk promo. You yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hit me up for rates, nigga. You know it was. You know the brand is strong, and when we put our name behind something. You know, sometimes it works, man. I mean, it does in real life. Um, I really want to give a special shout out to to the homie Crystal W by Crystal White because she definitely sponsored the niggas juice journey for the next two weeks. If you are looking for athleisure wear, mm-hmm. W by Crystal White, she got all the baddies in her clothes. Yes, uh, we was the first podcast to mention that, and then we got sales before we had a like a promo code. We're gonna have to talk to Judy about a promo code, yeah. Um, because I saw a lot of listeners to this week in culture and shout out be posting their stuff, and I know y'all heard it here, absolutely. Um, but we 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 are the culture. I uh, like when y'all you and Aunt be like, Oh, I'm one half for the coach. Can I can I be like, Can it can we split it into a third? I mean, I, I almost bought uh, I almost bought three uh. Three champions, three tag team belts this morning, um, but they wanted fifty dollars shipping for each one, and I was what? Like, I'm not paying one hundred fifty dollars in shipping. <laughs> that, so. That's crazy. Do, so, so maybe our tag team belts can have a free bird rule. Do you? Do you I know don't understand free, what that means. The free. So there was a, a tag team in old school WCW, the fabulous Freebirds. It was three of them, but any two could defend the belts at any time. I mean, that's how it is. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So any, um, the new, I, I know you don't really keep up with wrestling no more, but like the new day used to, to do it. It's three of them also. And they, any two can defend the belt at any time. Oh, thanks Dame. But I it's called the Freebird rule. Thanks. Thanks. I'm going to call I'm, it. The, I'm just going to call it the Jay and Dame rule. Okay. okay. <laughs> I'm calling the shop talk rule. Uh, but yeah, man. So this week I was actually juicing, right? So usually I do, um, smoothies. Okay. Um, for lack of a better term, like it, it'd be relatively close to juice consistency, Yeah. but I actually use my, the Jack LaLanne juicer and I ran through so many vegetables like quickly though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because it takes a lot to extract the juice from them vegetables. Yeah, and I forgot why I stopped because like the stuff that's extracted it still got like vitamins and, and, and mineral it's good stuff in there. So I don't know this week I might actually uh go back to do like a mixture of juicing and throwing a shit in a little Nutribullet. Um, but like I wouldn't because th- like it's hard to go through a whole thing of celery. Usually it I is. chop it up and yeah. put it in the Nutribullet. Man, that celery juice. I put, I put a whole bag of celery in that motherfucker and it was gone. Yeah. Celery, I ran through like four cucumbers and shit. That shit usually lasts me a week. I was gone day one. I'm like, hey. Uh, so, shout out to Randazzles. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping them in business. Yeah, but I, you, can get a, you can get a bunch of shit from Randazzles. It, like yeah, it don't cost you nothing. I, be, I put so much shit. I'm like, all right, now I'm going to break a 20 this time. And then I throw all this shit in there. They be like, uh, four fifty. Like, yeah. come on, dog. Is this a front? Like, what are y'all really selling in here, dog? Okay. Y'all can y'all y'all not making no money off fruits. 
Not that I want y'all to go up on your prices and no shit like that. I mean, it's very affordable. I uh, used to date a young lady that had a restaurant, and that's like she would go there and literally buy supplies mm. every day, and it would barely put a dent in her budget. Yeah. What kind of restaurant? Uh, it was like a little carryout spot. It was inside of like a a, a, a car lounge. It's like a, a car lounge. Yeah, it was. I don't a, understand. It's a dope business concept. So it was like a you have to pay a monthly subscription service and they wash your car. But in doing that, like it's a full on like detailed experience. You can kick like it's a lounge. You can come kick it in and while they're you know, doing all all the maintenance and shit to your car and you pay like a monthly membership fee. Mm. And she had her carryout spot inside of the lounge. So, I mean, you got the people that are coming in every day to, you know, get their car service. It was like, um, it was like across the street from a plant. So like she get a lot of foot traffic and shit from the plant. And then like the car lounge, like would have members only like events. You could rent it out for like a birthday party or, you know, they would do like movie premieres and shit there and that and like she would run the kitchen. So, you know, if you want something to eat, that's where the fuck you go to downstairs. Oh, I get it. That's dope. Uh, I kind of uh, there's a couple of businesses that I um, plan on owning in the future. And I've always wanted to own um, a bar. Of course, I talked about I it definitely on the show. want a bar. Um, I wanted always wanted like a little arcade. Um, that's not a thing any longer um, because <laughs> it don't really kids can ex- play against each other on the internet. Yeah, that don't that don't really exist. Um, a barber shop uh, definitely gonna open a barber shop, and um, I've always wanted to have a car wash. Okay, but not like the you know drop the three dollars in the machine do it, but like a, a quote like that like a detail type of thing. Yeah, and um, for some high end shit. Yeah, and that's that's essentially what this was. I really want a barbershop too. I want a bar. My one of my dreams would be to buy All Stars or 007 and open it back up. But it's not gonna be like no sleazy shit. You can't you can't have sex in my strip club. It's gonna be top notch and That's not a bar. A titty bar. It would be top notch and my dancers are gonna be exclusive to my titty bar. You can't work nowhere else. Yeah, I don't think that I don't think um like some of them places is cursed, and like I don't think they ever gonna be successful. Like that, you know that spot right there on Telegraph in like Six Mile. Mm-hmm. That, that op- like seven different clubs have tried to be yeah. there. It don't never work. It used out. to be like the comfort zone and, and a bunch the jazz of jazz bar and this yeah. shit. And like it don't never work out. Like some bad, some places is just bad. Just got like bad karma on it. Yeah, but I just want a bar. I though. feel like 007 still has like when I say bar, like I don't want that bitch to be no club. I just want that. You go in there, you drink some beer and some liquor, and then, like, that's it. No appetizers, no I no mean, kitchen. You got, you got some bar food, you know what I'm saying? But, like, I don't want it to be, like, because now niggas open the bar. Y'all, $3 Thursdays. Maybe a little room. I mean, a little uh, a space big enough to, you know, I don't know, have a uh, poetry or some shit. But, like, I don't want that bitch to be a club. You know I hate poetry. Well, but I you hate, love rap. I hate so. spoken word. You hate spoken word, but you do a podcast where you speak words, um, and you also no, you know, and, you know the you, difference, and, you, and you're also a rapper. Who you know likes the difference. To speak. No, what is the difference? There were the birds. They were three birds. Well, when I, I watched, don't like that type of shit. When I used to watch deaf poetry, I didn't hear niggas talking like that, and that shit was fire. There's a couple good artists. Some Black Ice was my nigga on deaf poetry. Yeah, I used to fuck with uh, the Key Club on Wednesday nights. Go down there, and hear some poetry. Um, niggas and I, man, that was like the spot. Never hit the key club. Man, that shit was fucking great, dog. Um, but you know, it's a lot of a lot of black talent down there, man. Niggas out there getting their shit off. 
I mean, I'm just I'm just not really a, a fan. That's all. You're not a fan of the shit you see on TV. And that white shit don't count. What are you talking about? Like white poetry? I mean, you because you just said, hum, the birds and the teeth. Like, that shit, I, that's I've not se- real. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen niggas do that type of shit, though. No, niggas don't be like, no, that's not real. Okay? I've, I've, def- I've definitely been to a poetry event and seen niggas doing that shit. Yeah, that shit not real. Niggas, not like white people, like a room is, full of niggas. That shit's not real, is what I'm saying. Like, they all. I, so it wasn't real that I saw it with my own two eyes? No, because I don't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, niggas see some shit on TV and act like that's what you got to do. Like, no. Like, niggas don't be. Um, when they be I've, nev- I've never gone to a poetry like event and it's been like a Love Jones type of, type of setting. Yo, I've been there. Okay. Yeah. And I've never seen Love Jones from beginning to end. Low key, um, when I was younger, I used to watch Love Jones, and um, I was what, like, "What's that movie again?" What do you think I said? Love <laughs> Jones. Okay. Okay, that's what it sounded like. Okay, we'll go with that. Love okay. Jones. <laughs> okay. And I, I thought I was going. That's what I was going to be like when I was thirty years old, because thirty cents so far away. I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna have. My friends gonna have conversations like that. I'm gonna be hanging out and fucking in poetry spots. And lo and behold, it's about 27. But uh, that, that's what I end up doing. Yeah, my thirties look way different. Uh, <laughs> my thirtieth, I was at uh, La Casa smoking my first cigar. Okay. Yeah, I did that for. A while. I mean, I still smoke cigars. Yeah, I, I still like a good cigar. You didn't come out. Oh no, you you did come and smoke yeah, cigars. I was, there. I was about to give you some shit, but yeah. you did come smoke cigars because you're my man's. Yeah, I was there in COVID with niggas blowing smoke around the room. <laughs> <laughs> niggas literally. We I had a good actually, time. I can we, actually see the COVID moving through the air, through the smoke and shit. You it, know what but saying? it missed us because God is good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, man, uh, what's going on this week, dog? Uh, I feel like this week was kind of light, but, you know. You get a chance to watch uh, Judas and the Black Messiah? I haven't seen it yet. That's on my agenda for the weekend. I'll probably watch it tomorrow. Man, I woke up and watched it this morning, nine o'clock in the morning. Before how I went good to, was it? Before I went to work. <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, how good was it? Ten. Okay. It's an excellent movie, man. I'm gonna watch it again tonight. Probably again tomorrow. Then uh, we probably do our review of it. Uh, On Sunday, Monday, uh, this week in culture. I did watch that one movie with uh, Denzel's son. Um, uh, Malcolm and Marie. Yeah, Malcolm and Marie. I did watch Malcolm and Marie. What you think about it? <sighs> I bet you these are three words you're gonna say. You gonna say triggering, exhausting, um, what's the third word that all y'all toxic? Niggas, toxic. Them the three words that niggas been loving so to say. I don't I don't wanna go with those three. I saw a lot of myself and Malcolm on that screen. Like there's been a lot you of You think you that eloquent? Not, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm fucking with you. Turn her mic we off. Gotta, Turn her <laughs> mic off. <laughs> we got a guest in the studio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do I think I'm that eloquent? No, I'm fucking with you. Go ahead. Most days, yes. But in the way that he was talking to her and dressing her down on a lot of not even shit that she provoked. It was just like sometimes when you argue with like your better half, there should be a limit to where that argument goes. Mm. Talk to me like you want to talk to me tomorrow. You know, that's that's always what I kind of put in my head with arguments. And I know I've been guilty of like pushing shit really too far in arguments with, like, women I've dealt with. You I think mean, that's what happened in this movie? Yeah, man. Like, that whole bathtub scene, that was, like, that was difficult to watch. How he was talking to her in that. Like, she didn't do anything to deserve that. And she said, 
I, in my opinion, I don't think, did she provoke the nigga at times? Absolutely. Did she bring on certain arguments that she probably could have left? I thought this was a great movie, man. I'm not saying I didn't enjoy the and movie. I, and I didn't think this shit was toxic. Um, I this thought is, this shit I was... I saw a lot of myself. This is how relationships really be, though. No, I thought this was a great example. So listen, this is what I said. They addressed every possible issue that they had with each other in one night. And they did it honestly. So no one held back. Everybody got everything out. And if they would have paid a third person to mediate this, it took them two years and about $18,000. You know what I'm saying? Like this was exactly what you would want from couples therapy. They said everything they can pop. They don't even have any more problems because ultimately what she wanted to get through through him and he wanted to get through to her. They both got that shit. And at the end of the movie, they were equal. They sat like next to each other. One apologized, and the next morning they woke up and they stood shoulder to shoulder. If he was looking, it was like a picture of them, and one of them was like in front of the other. Like, this is not me standing in front of you no more. Like, we are literally side by side. Like, they address everything without any inhibitions. So usually what happens when you're having a conversation or or argument, I don't want to hurt your – I don't ever tell you the truth because I don't want to hurt your feelings. Right. And – because I don't want to hurt your feelings, we never get to the root of the root of the issue. Unless I'm angry, or if I'm drunk, then I forget about your feelings, and then that's where that shit go. I thought this shit was great, and it was like a boxing match. Because I'm like, yo, she is absolutely right. She giving it to this nigga like, boom, now this nigga piece of shit. And then he like, well, no, technically, what you doing is this, this, and this. I'm like, listen, my nigga Malcolm, hell yeah. And then she came back. I'm like. Well, wait a minute. Like, well, who who the fuck is right then? And then they kept going back and forth. And ultimately, she quote unquote won because like, look, I thought that shit was really good. Now, I guess my thing was I saw everybody saying how triggered and exhausting and everything was. Like, I ain't necessarily have been in one of these relationships where I literally argue like that, like every single day. Is that what niggas is doing? Not every single day, but like for me, I've definitely been in relationships where I've argued and it's brought out like that side of me. Like for me, you know, one thing truth. is not truth, but I think truth, but his the the way that he argued with her. Like they were, you know, as the movie went on, like the arguments kind of shifted some, in, in my opinion. But I think like in the beginning, just like how aggressive and how he kind of like was very much so attacking and trying to say it felt like he was trying to say a lot of hurtful shit to her to like dress her down in the movie i thought on both sides because like i know what to push for you i call you a writer you a director whatever i called your shit mediocre and i said this but, shit was, but doesn't the person that love you know what know which buttons to push on you most more often than not a hundred percent but like i know what one you said well technically I took all your accomplishments away from you. And like, nigga, all this shit was based on me. This shit was easy. You live, you grew up and your daddy was rich. Your mom's rich. Your sister do this, whatever. You ain't never struggled. You think these white folks, these white folks thinking you in the struggle, blah, blah, blah. She made that shit all about her. And I was on her team. Like, yo, this motherfucker out here fronting like he from the hood and blah, blah, blah. And then she called her mediocre. She called him mediocre. So he went back out and came back in. Cause all the other shit, I don't give a fuck. But that shit bruises ego. No, don't fuck with the thing I love. She even told you you love your art and shit more than you love me, it seems like. And like, yo, what you mean I'm mediocre? I needed to find out, did you mean that shit because you wanted to hurt my feelings or did you really? 
and, mean and, it. And that's the point where arguments shouldn't go. No, you, know you gotta get no, that shit out. No, no, I just don't believe you should be. So when you, so when do you handle your actual issue if you never talk about it? Because that be the problem. You never the the communicate. Everybody wants to talk about communication, right? But if you never actually get to the point where you actually communicate your real issue, because you're afraid of how it's gonna have somebody feel, like how do you how do you heal? How do you move forward? I just don't. I just don't know if that's the way that you do it. That's that's all I'm saying. Well, I thought it was a really good way that they explained um, what you should do and what you shouldn't do and how that things feel. Because, like, he he made a, a comment where uh, she tried to kill herself with, like, a, a little nail knife or whatever, nail, nail scissors or some shit. And then she came back like, yo, I would never bring that shit up because it makes me hate the fact that I trusted you so much. I'm like, that's a, that's a bar. It's like, yo, when you into an argument – there is a certain limit, like that's what I'm saying. There are certain limits, and certain limits you shouldn't you shouldn't cross. The conversation still needs to be had. She was she explained basically was like, listen, what you said in the tub was cruel. Some of the shit was cool. You had to let me know, but some of the shit you could have made your same point with without without saying. And I'm like, yo, that's another cautionary tale. I thought it was a really good movie, and people watched it more so. Than just for the argument, like I don't know, I don't understand if they realize, you know, what was going on. I thought it was a really good movie. I thought the cinematography was really good. My yeah. only knock against the movie, and not to say that she did not do a good job, but I would like to see maybe. Uh, I would be interested to see how that movie would have looked with like a, a a different actress. That's all. Why is that? Just like. For me, some of the things came across contrite because she she looks so young. I would, you know, I wonder what you know something like that might look with like a Sanaa Latham, uh, somebody forty years old, maybe even like Issa. I mean, she's twenty four years old. I'm just saying. I just wonder what it would have. To to me, she looks like a young girl. That's the, that's usually when them conversations and arguments happen when you're a young girl. I mean, At 24, 25 years old? I didn't have rough conversations in my in my thirties with women. So have I mean, you had in your younger when you were with the younger man and with young conversations, younger relationships? No, they weren't that in depth, I'll be honest. Like I just I wasn't that astute and you know, uh self aware mm-hmm. at that at at a younger age. It took me to really like go through losing some very hard relationships and people that I really cared about before I had a different level of self-awareness about why the relationship failed because of me, not because of them. Mm. That's interesting. So it's always a, uh, yeah, that's interesting. Um, I thought it was cool. Uh, I liked the movie. I thought, I thought it was real good though. Like, I, did he? Mm-hmm. I thought it was good. Like it was shot so good. And I was so so I'm I'm really into monologues, um, and this whole thing could be a stage play. It was in one location, like I can go see this on stage play or whatever. I mean, essentially three rooms, the the whole yeah. movie. Um, but like I got so wrapped up in the actual movie and the dialogue that was going on that I forgot it was in black and white. I think the black and white is like a, a really good aesthetic to the movie, also. Yeah, but like you forget that you're watching a black and white movie. Cause like how many people watch black and white movies on purpose or knowingly watch black and white movies? Um, 
because you know i be in a, the, the cinematography and all that bullshit um not bullshit but stuff but like you watch black and white movies and you don't even know they're black and white you're right i'll explain so they'll shoot a movie and they'll have two primary color colors in a particular scene it'll be like green and orange or some shit like that and the whole scene i'm like every the whole set design the people in the background people walking the street but you wouldn't notice it but like that's how they be on on the artistic shit doing and, black and white and movies. another reason i want to go back and watch it i got a friend of mine that told me like their moods change depending on what room they're in mm. and i didn't catch that like the living room was kind of peaceful when they was laying down they was laughing and joking a yeah. little bit um, so like the the vibe and the intensity of the scenes changed depending on what room they were in, and I didn't really catch that until the end of the movie. So I want to go back and rewatch it and try and try and line that up. I watched it a couple of times. I watched it with the subtitles on. You ever been so mad when you, you know he was outside swinging out the air? You ever been that mad? Yes. <laughs> like I felt that shit, dog. Like yo, um, I thought it was dope. I thought it was dope. Yeah, man, it was a good ass movie. But I, I do plan on watching Judas and the Black Messiah, like tomorrow. I'm a, man, I'm a I got choked up a couple it. times, man. It's it's emotional. It was okay. emotional for me, I'll say. And I saw Shaka King making his rounds, you know, on different different radio shows and hearing like about his thought process behind the movie, like he's not doing, even though it's like starting to garner, like, you know, people are saying Academy Award, like he, I, I didn't do it for this. Like I, do, I did it to tell uh, an untold story pretty much. Yeah, man, it was, it was, it was, it was really good. I'll just say that it was, it was really good. I'm going to watch it a couple more times. Um, okay. So listen, man, uh, all this week, um, I want to get your, your take on this shit. Cause I'm sort of tired of seeing on the timeline. Um, but the young lady who, um, put the adhesive in her hair, um, did we not say the name of the adhesive? I mean, I just like everybody keep calling her the gorilla goo girl and like, just, she got a whole name, you know what I'm saying? And she like, stop calling me that. Like, so do you want to get on the microphone and talk or do, or you want to be in the background? She just came out with the clothing line. You want to introduce yourself? Tell the people who you are. Oh. You're you're a friend of the show. You've been here. Well, this is your third time. Is it? It is. It is. Hey, y'all. It's me, <laughs> Slick Vic. Vicky. Shook. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Shook. <laughs> <laughs> um, L- yeah. Little inside joke. Ha ha ha. It um, doesn't help that I wear red all the time. That's where it came from for is me. You, and you, your blood. I, I am know, not a blood. I don't know anything about that, Lakeith. <laughs> no, but she came out with like some merchandise. I would too. Like she has. I mean, you only you only get the 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 spotlight on you for so long. So I mean, if you can monetize it, I mean, I ain't I ain't even mad. Why everybody so angry at her? Because she's stupid as fuck. Like I went to the store yesterday to buy plastic to like winterize my window. <laughs> Me too. This week. And when I did that. I was in the aisle that had the same adhesive that she sprayed on her hair. What would make you think that that should go on your hair? It's not in the beauty aisle. It's not by the makeup. Yeah, it's like. But you know how you see people. But you see people use different type of hacks for like all type of shit. Nobody would use anything that would be able to hold wood together on their hair. Well, she said it like um, she she put in her hair. She assumed that she can go home within the next two hours and wash it out, and she'll be okay. Like she knew it wasn't quote unquote right, 
but she's figured I can, I this, I can do this. I can make it to the crib, wash it out, and then you know use the right stuff or blah blah blah. And that was a bad assumption. Yeah, <laughs> but like. People are really, really angry. Fuck this girl. Fuck this bitch. I'm like, damn. Why she gotta be a bitch? She made a mistake and she put it online. Like that's 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 the only thing she's guilty of. Like what's crazy is, like she was walking around with this shit like for a month before she got online. Cause like it was, I can't front like it wasn't funny when you hear about it. Like yo, yeah. nigga, that shit wild. And then when I like watched her. She was damn near, like, when that first video, like, her voice started cracking. Because she, she didn't know how to get it out. Like, yeah. she knew she knew she had fucked up. Now, if this was your cousin, your sister, somebody who did some dumb shit, right? And now, she on fucking live, watch, putting soap in her hair, and that shit is not changing. It's like, yo, you got some sort of a level of concern. And then, like, people like, no, nah, fuck that. This bitch didn't. I'm like, again, like, why she got to be a bitch? But, like, she, but she was also making it hard for herself because every time she put water, it made it. Harder, like that's how that's how it reacts. That's how the glue reacts. She don't reacts. strike me as the the um. I read the, the bottle. Chemical type. Yeah, <laughs> I, I read the bottle, and chemical this is what they said not to do. Uh, I don't, she don't strike me as a chemist. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but um, so this is when I really started feeling bad and shit. Right? Well, I don't know, not feeling bad, but just like allowing people to have some grace because we all want grace at some point, but we don't never. And wanna, we all fuck up. Yeah, but we, we all never, fuck up. We don't ever want to extend it. She say. Uh, the woman 40 years old by the way it's not a kid you right. know what i'm saying she got children said her children went to school and like the teachers was talking about it you know what i'm saying they overheard it and then one of her, i guess her smaller daughter she went to do her hair and she wouldn't let her do her hair no more because the people online kept saying all this shit and then she thought she thought the daughter was playing but she was like literally wouldn't let her do her hair no more i'm like dog this shit is wild so then she like yo we heard you trying to sue. She's like, no, I never got a lawyer. I'm like, I don't know what this stuff. I don't know where this stuff is coming from. She's like, because if, on the internet, shit just grows legs. Yeah. And they, she's like, my family keeps telling me not to look at the comments, but like, I, I can't stop looking at the comments. You know what I'm saying? And she's like, if these people knew me, they knew I wouldn't do this for clout. I'm like, I literally came to the internet because I've been trying to do this shit for a month and I couldn't get no help. I figured somebody would fucking help me, and apparently that ultimately worked. Yeah. So then they was mad. Like, what? This bitch didn't made a fucking go for me. Cause y'all just kept telling her her scalp gonna be fucked up and now she gonna need some wigs. So she made like, let me get fifteen hundred dollars so I can buy me some fucking wigs because my y'all keep telling me I have to shave my shit or my scalp's gonna be gone. She raised like eighteen grand. Oh well. Like what you, like people got hearts, man. I wouldn't call her a bitch. I would just call her careless. She was she made a mistake. She, made she a literally mistake. made a mistake. It we was. all make mistakes, yeah. but some of us don't put them on social media, but like she made a mistake. That's I see fucked up shit on the internet all day. And if I if I if if I call y'all out on the fucked up shit I see on the internet all day, that's not like how that's a horrible. Mistake. I wouldn't have shit else to do all day. Yeah, I I literally would not have shit else to do all. I know day. I didn't done I didn't did dumb shit in my life, dog. Then I look back like 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 immediately like why the fuck did I just do that? I tell you what, I tell you some dumb shit I did in my Please life. Please sure. I got a stitches. I got like a scar across the my, my lower back for when I fell like through. Like a tramp stamp? No, when I fell through a window as a kid uh, because I was watching my cousin Garrett do some shit and he wasn't supposed to do And since he did it, I'm about to do the shit too. And I fell through the window, sliced up my shit, stitches in my back. I did everything a nigga did. Nigga cut his finger with a razor blade. Guess what happened? I wouldn't pick up that same goddamn razor blade. <laughs> and like, like it just, like I, I used to do dumb shit. It don't make fucking sense. 
Make us do dumb shit all the time. Extend somebody some fucking grace, man. What's the dumbest thing you ever did, Dame? Oh, man. My list. <laughs> the most recent dumbest shit. My, my list is thicker than the yellow pages. I mean, I've done I've done a lot of wild shit. You know, I'll I tell, I tell you one dumbass thing that I did because I didn't think it was going to go the way that it did. I remember being in 12th grade. We got into a fight with some niggas on Belle Isle. And my homeboy's mom had, like, a new, like, F-150. That's when they started to have, like, the rounded fronts to them. And I got into, we got into a fight with some niggas that I knew. Not like, like, <laughs> yeah, we got into a fight, but, like, this is a nigga I could see tomorrow and be like, all right, nigga, like, you got the best of me. We got into. You beat you up? No, we didn't get beat up. We got into these fight with niggas on Bell Isle. Oh, you sure? Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you said you got the best of you. <laughs> 313 wins, zero losses. Any ties? So, no ties. <laughs> Draw? So, no contest? So, we got to the fight with these niggas on Bell Isle. And as we were leaving, I saw the niggas in the car and he had his door, he had the door open. I told my boy, I was like, nigga, hit the gas. We're going to hit the door. I didn't think really that the door was going to bend like the the other the other way and it, oh you didn't think that the car would make the door bend the other what did you think was gonna happen you gonna tap it that was gonna stop the car i don't know what i thought i didn't think it was gonna break his fucking door off and it did and like i literally saw the nigga the next day at northland and i all i could be like was like hey <laughs> my bad my bad dog like i was wrong cold ride home <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> but I mean I got a lot of stupid shit I didn't drove across people's lawns I didn't you know The funniest story is when you uh, No I shouldn't say it on Please don't <laughs> Please don't <laughs> Charges are still pending Yeah, Please don't But uh, yeah man so, I mean I've done a lot of stupid shit in my life And God forbid it wasn't social media Back in the late 90s early 2000s Cause like Nick I would probably be World star famous Yeah I mean I done done some dumb shit in my life dog I mean, I'm a, I'm a relatively smart guy, but I done did some dumb ass shit, dog. You know what I mean? Like, it's around the house. Even, re- like, like why the fuck would I do that shit? <laughs> like, like, hold on. Even on a smaller scale, because me and you have been friends for a long time. We w- both worked at Comcast, and the amount of jeans that the two of us own, bet- between the two of us, there's, like, probably 200 pair of jeans. Man, I had 95 pair of jeans. Blue jeans. <laughs> like, at one point, nigga, I bought the same pair of jeans for t- every Friday for, like, three weeks in a row. I'm going to say three because if I told you the real number, it's going to sound stupid. But, like, I don't fucking, like. Them Jabos with the strap, I had every color. Every color. For what? I don't fucking know. Like, I don't, I don't fucking know. Just poor decision making. Yeah. But, hey, listen. Um, but we didn't have the internet to document that shit. Facts. Um, but, like, look, man. She started. Now, if you got all this fucking attention. And niggas do memes and all that shit. Hell, fuck yeah! I'm putting my own face on a shirt and selling that shit. Why the fuck would I not? You'd be a, it'd be another uh fucking goth for you not to. Yeah, like you'll be a fuck up if you don't make some money off of your own face and your own life. Shit. She up eighteen. Might as well invest in some of this and money. She in got my free own surgery shit. from a black man. Yeah, an African. I really wonder how he did that shit. Like because she actually still like has her hair. Yeah, he's. I guess it was. Um, he said something adhesive removal mixed with aloe vera, um, a couple of different chemicals, and he pretty much had to soak it off. And but her sister had cut the damn ponytail off 
like the like a couple of days before, she was like, "Well, damn, I wish I would've, I wouldn't have my cut my point." Look, she, man, soldiers got to catch the bullets sooner or later. <laughs> I mean, like I I and they told it. her she can't get her hair done for six weeks. She's like, "Oh my god!" Like the Valentine's Day is coming up. Like I want my hair done. That's at least your. Then somebody said, I heard, I seen somebody say, like, something tells me she's gonna get her hair done sooner than six. She definitely gonna have her a thirty inch. Now, if she does something different after Baby, this, put a put a wig on and just call it a day. Get she a still unit. Got hair though, like she was putting her hand, like she's no, no, no. Hair. And I saw that she still had hair, but like, don't put no heat to that shit. Don't don't sit in nobody chair. Like, give it a second to breathe. You, you Listen want- to the doctor. Cash in at eighteen. Use one of the wigs. You know. What I'm yeah, saying? yeah. You, you got listen. a good wig. You know what I'm saying? But like, you know. I don't want to say shout out to her, but like, you know, we live and we learn. We do. Don't be y'all mad though. Like people are fuck this bitch. Cuz cuz everybody wants to be everybody wants to I like be heard on the internet. So many times on my timeline. For week. what? She didn't do shit to you. <laughs> like, she didn't do shit to you. Like you would not you maybe maybe you would treat your little cousin like this. I wouldn't. If my little cousin do some dumb shit, then you I'm would, take you would care clown of him for a little bit and then Hopefully the heart that you have will start to warm up for your family. Yeah. So she yeah. she made a mistake. I mean, I'm sorry it had to happen to you. I'm sorry it had to happen like during like literally if it probably wouldn't even during a pandemic, it would have been, you know, farting the wind. Nobody would have even thought shit out about it. But, you know, <laughs> poor timing. Definitely. You know, we on our phones more than ever right about now. So I mean the timing was just, you know, not not in her favor. But God bless her. Um. All right, there we go. Uh, another thing that kind of happened this week that um, Aunt Jemima, <laughs> they took her off the plantation. Yeah, they retired her. Dang, yeah. Dang. Uh, I see people kind of. I'm not buying a new one, and I don't leave her there. And why? Like, yo. The, the, the it's white. time to take Cicely Tyson off the the syrup bottle. <laughs> Why he got that lady not even in the ground? <laughs> it, it ain't been two before weeks. you start saying some shit. It ain't like been that. two weeks. Tell me, Aunt Jemima don't look like Cicely Tyson, and she I'll does stop. not look she like Cicely. Look and I'll stop. Like her, she's nothing the like opposite her. of Cicely Tyson. Well, not the opposite, but she looks a little. Tyson she is not a synonym. <laughs> okay, good old for God. you get strike down. So listen, uh. Like them white folks then did a number on you niggas, dog. Like so much so that the embarrassing shit that they gave us, you gonna beg for that shit back. Like, yo, Aunt Jemima is a fucking she's a meme. That's not even a like that's the prototypical Do we call Aunt Jemima a cultural icon? Who's no. 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 That's like saying Okay, that I say that in jest because then why are we so mad that they're taking her off the bottle? I don't know. It's like saying like a a a a black face and sambo, like yeah, because y'all got mad as that Gucci put one on a, allegedly, uh, and I don't think that's what they was trying to do. By the way, uh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's high end fashion. That's not a that's not a hill I'm willing to die on. Right. Um, but y'all was so fucking mad at that one, right? But now you expressing displeasure. With the like, fam, come on, let Aunt Jemima live, man. I bought a Kroger brand anyway. I mean, if we being honest, I'm like Aunt Jemima is about a dollar and twenty two cent more than I'm really to pay for. Uh, but the Kroger brand is. <laughs> Look, man, I buy groceries from Save a Lot and Aldi. Like, I don't need Aunt what's Jemima. That, what's that store you said you was at when you uh, nigga got you for the cane and shit? I was at I was at uh, 
Oh man, I was over on the east side. I can't think of the name of the shit down, man. But I was over uh, on the east side. Yeah. That was a lady that got you for the. It cane. was a lady yeah. that got me for my can. Yeah, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she was a, a nigga essentially. Definitely. But you know, I'm not. I'm not mad about taking Aunt Jemima off the bottle. Like, so what? Y'all niggas still. Y'all was drinking that Arizona sweet tea, and they had a whole plantation on the fucking bottle. What's going on with Arizona? <laughs> the Arizona sweet tea bottle. If you look at the old design, nigga, now it's got like a, a boat on it. Nigga used to have a plantation. It used to yeah. have the big house. Did you see that Cracker Barrel shit? Yeah. The whip inside a Cracker Barrel? Yo. First of all, I don't eat a Cracker Barrel just in general. Like if, if Cracker that, Barrel, when you used to travel to Tennessee or out of town, like Cracker Barrel was the shit. Okay. I never like Cracker Barrel because when you walk in on that front porch, number one, it reminds me, it reminds me of the big house. Okay. And then you had that issue with Cracker Barrel. They was treating black people real bad for a minute. And I just don't think their food is that good. I don't like Cracker Barrel. I don't know that they was treating. I'm not saying they did not. There were, there were allegations about mistreatment of black customers and black employees at Cracker Barrels in the South. This This was like a couple years ago. Yes. You, it's not too, not too far removed. Yeah, I've never ate there before. Yeah, they do that shit at TGI Fridays, but you niggas in that bitch in Southfield too. What they doing to niggas in Fridays? Yeah, I remember when it was always a bunch of issues with niggas, with niggas and, and people in Fridays. But you know, we still go to Club Fridays. I mean, I, I, I love Club Fridays. Of course, I do. loved Club Fridays. I met, I met a sugar daddy there before. Oh, How did that okay. work out for you? He paid for all of our food. I thought you about to say he passed away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he paid for all of our food and drinks. And uh, come to find out, it was my auntie boyfriend. Oh, jeez, so Pete's. <laughs> oh, yeah. my cousin was like, he looks really familiar, and we started just talking more. And I was like, How old was he, your auntie boyfriend? For maybe about five or six years. How old were you? I was like twenty five. <laughs> he must say, I remember when you was growing up. Oh <laughs> man. Like you like, always <laughs> you always was <laughs> You show us cute when you was little. You show grown up. <laughs> but I only see him like once in passing. So like my cousin saw him more than I did. But that was his hangout spot. He would go to Because you know what that's with a young go to Club Fridays. He would buy everybody drinks. He would buy food. He would just be <laughs> the fact that we call that shit Club Fridays is because everybody knows what Friday you talking about yeah. if you and then they, then they start branding it branding it as that later. But like they had a DJ in, in a there DJ. at one point. I know, but like collectively we just to call that shit Club Fridays, and yeah. it was like, well, fuck it, that's what it's gonna be called now. Yeah, nice to be nice to love going there. Yeah, uh, to look on there. I don't know about. But I don't. Now. I don't fuck with Cracker Bell, man. So a lot. I guess people didn't understand why um, we we call white people crackers. Um, <laughs> it's not because they look like saltine crackers or anything like that. But um, the reason that we call white folks crackers because that was the sound of the whip. That was a person who cracked the whip. So when you talk about when you point to your overseers and shit like that, like that's a cracker. The, the whip that's being cracked so says um uh my my muslim teachings from and the barrel is where they will put the whip yeah and it was a cracker barrel and that's the barrels held the whips and then on that sign it has that little i never noticed that little the whip from in the cave yeah where'd the word hunky come from so the word hunky and both of these came from Khalid muhammad um so when the whole the, the white folks would used to pull up um, and pick up the black strippers on the block 
but they would pull down the street because they didn't want to be seen for the blacks with the black strippers. So they was literally just honk. And then the girls would run over to the car. So they start calling the, the white man. He used to come down there to get the black tail honkies because all they would do was just honk the horn and the black women would come out to them. Wow, a, so black, you, a black history fact. Yeah, so they wanted well, that to, white history. Yeah, right. <laughs> devil history. Uh, <laughs> just not because they're white, because they were actually devils. Um, they they hate black women, but you're gonna pay for the for the black vagina because it's the best kind. I mean, it's the only kind. Mm, I've get your had. money's worth. <laughs> what? It's the only time. I, it's the only kind I've ever sampled. But since it is I black, have nothing to compare it to. Well, that's what a tar- you, you been never been with a white woman before? Never, never, never. Only black. Yeah, I'm. I'm on a complete streak. My dick is not a rainbow coalition. <laughs> okay. I've been watching the uh, <laughs> the, the Black Panthers are putting together a Rainbow Coalition. <laughs> no, I'm not putting the Rainbow Coalition. It's a I've, and and I don't really like attract white women. So I mean, it's, where they hang out at? Where do white women hang out at? Yeah, your job. I work <laughs> when you were, when you were, when you were in your the job. office. They hang out your job. Not my, my department was pretty much all black. I don't know where white women hang out at, but it's Queens. not a not a place where I am. Queens Bar, downtown Detroit. Oh no, man! It used to be niggas yo, banging last, in Queens. Yo, Loki, last time I went to Queens, I can't say that. Don't it incriminate my, yourself. Was, don't incriminate yourself. No, it wasn't. I'm not, it just wasn't my crowd down there. Last time I went to the Queens Bar. Well, you know they changed owners. They bought them out, so they're not black anymore. So yeah, it's they were black owned for a long time. Now it's a white crowd because we used to go. You know, we used to go all the time. I know. Yeah. I've, I, I used know. to be down there when it was black owned. Uh, no, it was a it was a different kind of crowd down there. I was like, yo, did we come in here on the wrong night? Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's an interesting crowd. It wasn't my cup of tea, but um. Yeah, but they be having on ones and trench coats. That's like your your wave trench coat. You ever seen me in a trench coat? Oh, a <laughs> trench coat. <laughs> I don't own a trench coat, my nigga. If I a peak coat, yeah, like if yeah. I had a trench coat, I want to see you in a TCM. Coat. You probably no. Nah, that's that's in it kind of insensitive. Actually, I'm sorry. TCM, I don't yeah. catch it. Trench coat mafia. Oh man, you took it there. Uh, that's what I'll be hiding under. Anyway, yeah, I don't really wear like I don't really dress up. No, no. We know. Yeah, I, don't, I don't really dress we up. We know you don't dress up. Like, if you want me to dress a certain way to go out for something, like you need to tell me in advance. I know. Like you can't, you can't just like, oh, we going here to dinner, and then you expect me to show up like in dress clothes because I'm coming in uh, some Tims and a hoodie. Coming and I'm about to rob you here. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm I coming like, comfortable. I like wearing bow ties though. So if I got an opportunity to, to throw on a little bow tie. Somebody threw out a suggestion that me and you should get dressed up and do the show. And maybe that would bring like a different element to it, like a gentleman. It would not, not for you. It don't matter what you put. If I put my bow tie on, I'm coming this bitch as Kyler Muhammad, okay? With a fresh baldy too. I'm never shaving my face, but uh yeah, for sure. I mean, I told her I was I was open to the idea. I, I don't mean, know if what you, I don't, if you, you want to see me in the suit, just say that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Yeah, just say that. I don't I don't know what, what type of element is gonna put me in, but like I'm Whatever. I've, I've seen you dress up three times. That's a lot. You know what? Three I definitely times. haven't put on a um a suit in the last year. Yeah, me neither. Ah, let me take that back. I think I did go to a f- I did go to a couple of funerals. Okay. You didn't wear a suit. What do you mean? I have suits. I wear them. No, I'm saying you didn't wear a suit. No, 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 no. But I, I was dressed nicely you were, for that you were event. Dressed very nice. I was. 
very shocked. I was expecting the red hoodie, the black hoodie, because I always kind of know what you're going to wear. It's like you have a uniform. Yo, no hoodies. Way. Nike hoodies. <laughs> I love Nike hoodies. The last time I did put a, so that was before pandemic. So during the pandemic, the funerals I went to was virtual. Or I went to the funeral home like the day before. So no, I ain't. I've been working. No, I, I went to, I've put on like a suit like two or three times during the pandemic because I went to like two actual funerals and one time to the funeral home. Now, I put on a suit coat when I did a virtual interview. It had on Nike Nike shorts. It was so funny as shit. Uh, somebody came up here to, uh, to pick up something and I did the interview um, in the green room and shit. And when I came, she was like, I thought I was uh, wrapping up interview. Like, oh, this was a virtual interview because like I had on some jeans and shit, yeah. and then uh, the suit coat and uh, tying shit. You got to look the part. Dressed like Tia. Dressed <laughs> like Jay Z in two thousand one. Are suit and tie really like still necessary for interviews? Man, I went to an interview at Apple. Uh, they had they was like so beforehand. It was like, yeah, don't don't come in here with no suit and tie. I knew the guy who um, ran the story. Like, don't don't do it. Like, it's not going to work out. If you come in here with a suit and tie, it's not going to work out. And it took everything in me not to come with a suit and tie. Like, I had, I think I went, like, with a polo, some dress pants and a polo. I had my coat on, like, tucked in or some shit. But, like, it's, it's ingrained into our brain if you're from a certain era, a certain age. You put on a white man uniform. Put on a shirt and a tie and you go look for a job, right? When I was, how old did you keep being with 14, 15? I was like 14 when I had my first job. Yeah. 15, I think. I got on my bicycle. I had a white shirt. So in my brain is, listen, you go for a job, you put on a white shirt, put on a tie, and you tuck your shirt in, put on a tie, shirt and a tie. I'm on my bicycle riding up to uh, every store I can possibly get in. And they got on a Looney Tunes tie. <laughs> like, I mean, with You look like, like a child. With every, like, it was a black tie with, like, red circle. Like, every Looney Tune was on that bitch. But in my brain, I was, nigga, I had on a shirt and a tie. I looked professional. And I was on my bicycle and shit. You know what I'm saying? I got a job, too, matter of fact. My first job at Arbor Drugs at the time. I went everywhere on Jero, everywhere on Warren, everywhere put a fucking application in. And I'm thinking back I'm, to an adult, I'm looking, they probably look like... <laughs> Look Fuck at this kid, Wong. cute little kid with the <laughs> with the loaded tunes tie on. <laughs> hey, young man, are you ready for an interview? <laughs> right, like I used to wear that tie to church and shit. Like that was a <laughs> so you lose little. Like I, I had why. a tie with gym shoes on it. That was that was like literally like my that was the same thing. I had a tie with all gym shoes on it because yeah. I just didn't know. Who knew? You know what I'm saying? Shit, I I I have not had a I've not been unemployed since. Mm -hmm. But in this in this business at fourteen, I'm thirty. I'll be thirty nine in April, nigga. I ain't. I've I've been employed since I've been fourteen. You ain't never took no time off. No. Have I'm, you ever been fired? I've been. I got fired from that job on my 89th day. Oh, okay. Because I wouldn't fight with these white lady. Okay. Mm. I told the story. So she. Yeah, Vic, you. you Vic I, is I remember looking, you told the story. That was like one of our first episodes. <laughs> so listen, I'll tell this little story again, because we got a lot of new listeners who who hadn't heard this shit. So. Um, I'm a stock boy, and now that I think about it, that's a fucking degrading term. But that was my official title was a stock boy and shit. So I'm in the in the in the freezer and shit. Putting, Should be like back end manager. Yeah. Um, pause. Uh, just just because because you manage in the back end. Um, so I'm putting shit up in the little freezer, and I'm looking. I'm I'm looking through right, and a kid comes through. 
and a grown man follows him and the grown man socks the shit out the kid. Now the guy behind the pharmacy, he looks up, he's seen his grown man sock the kid. He jumps over the counter and start fighting the grown man. So I run out because I'm like, yo, this shit is, <laughs> I want to see what the fuck's going on. So the kid had his friend with him and his friend start taking these water gallons, water jugs off the, off the shelf and start throwing them bitches. You know what I'm saying? Because nigga getting his nigga getting his ass whooped so his homeboy trying to help my manager the white park trailer trash bitch she come out there she runs straight down there she takes her shirt puts it over the nigga head and start wailing on him so the little boy or the man the grown the man, man the grown man okay. yeah who is now beating up the little boy and fighting the pharmacy okay. nigga okay. so she comes put her shirt over the nigga head and start wailing this is not the first time she fought in the store by the way so I'm run outside. I mean, run out the, the back room and shit. I come across. Then this old black man, this nigga pulls a gun out. And I'm like, whoa. So I turn back around to go back in the stock room. But then I kind of turn back around because I want to see what happened. Right. I did this little, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> and this nigga off-duty police officer and shit, right? So he, um. He's a retired police officer. I don't know why the nigga still got his gun, but hey, it is what they, it is. They're still allowed to carry. So he get everybody, you know what I'm saying, together and shit and calm down. The backstory is the little boy had cut the brake line of a girl on her car. And her father chased the nigga in there to put the beats on the nigga because you almost killed my daughter. Right. So rightfully so, he beat the shit out the little boy. But nobody knew what the fuck was going on. Right. It just looked like a grown man just beating on a kid. Yeah. So after this shit come, after the shit go down, she have a fucking team meeting and shit, and then she gonna come out seem like Jason. The next time something goes down, we want you out there. And I'm like, is that in other duties as a sign, man? I'm like, what? Like they got living in this neighborhood? What the fuck? You, like y'all white asses can't be like, no, I'm not. Like what? I'm like, no. Nah. What like, were you making at the time? Three seventy five, four and a quarter. Maybe like. I don't know. My first gig I got was like four fifteen. That Jeez. was the police cadet. So maybe four seventy five, maybe. Okay. You know what I'm saying? No, because I remember when I start first started working, minimum wage was three seventy five. I remember when it went up to like four and a quarter. Yeah. You are so old. I am. Hey, it is what it is. But like I'm like, no. And then ever since that, like it was it was in for me. So like on my um on my eighty ninth day I called in and said I had asthma attack and shit. My next day they called me in there and let me go. I'm like, damn, a nigga can't almost die? Like, <laughs> like Not on our watch. And like the white nigga in Jim, he was in the office. He wouldn't look me in the eye. He knew that shit was bold. Like, she been fucked with me ever since I went to help this bitch fight. I'm like, nigga, they, I live they're here. Just, they're just looking for anything to get you up out of there. She ain't like me after that. I'm like, I'm not fighting with y'all. What the fuck? It's my hood. Walk, I got to walk around this bitch. She walk around this bitch with her shoes off and shit, barefoot. Like, you was. In Arbor Drugs. I came in that bitch about 15, 10, 15 years later. She's still working that motherfucker. I'm like, damn. Did she recognize you? Hell no. Oh. You know how black folks look alike. Plus, when <laughs> I was 14, I look a lot different when you, you know. Yeah, braids. When I had a pocket full of money. <laughs> <laughs> different when you got a pocket full of money and shit. But, yeah, man. Um. Yeah, hey, you should. As an adult, you should get fired. You should just have the experience. It's good for you. Well, no, it's good for you, man. I don't want to make failure um, normalized in my life. Nah, <laughs> man, it just happens. It like I've had, I've been downsized before jobs, and I've just been legit fired from places. And it's good for you, man. What 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 exactly makes it good for you? It's a it's a break that you didn't know you needed. 
What if you needed to not have a break in your bills? Man, just just apply for unemployment. You'll be all right. Dog. Unemployment it, does not pay enough. For it doesn't me. pay a lot, but it I'm doesn't just, pay enough. No, it doesn't. But I mean, shit, nigga, it was good to me. Shit. Well, when I when I got fired, that was probably the best thing because I was able to finally like leave that job that I already didn't like. So when I got fired, I found something way better, and everything just worked out for me. I had a job like two days later. I mean, if I don't like the job, um, I'll dip. You know, yeah, I feel you. I'm yeah. currently looking for new employment. I don't like my job. I hate it there, actually. Yeah, it's you though. It's not the job. It's you. Yeah, well, I mean, it's a cushy job. It is. Like, but you, I hate you, it. I think you taking you. You not you. I think you taking it for granted. You know what I'm saying? Just ride this shit out for the next couple months. Like, it's not a bad job. Dog. I didn't had cushy jobs. I didn't had cushier jobs. That you been fired from. But like, don't fuck up a good thing. Just because. I'm not. I'm not going in there intentionally to get fired. But I just don't enjoy that. I don't enjoy that job. Yeah, but you said that like the so the the four days into it when you came on the podcast, you're like, I hate this fucking job. It wasn't even a weekend. You hate it when you interview for the job. <laughs> you didn't want you want to interview for the job. Yeah. So that comes across, man. Don't be don't be ungrateful, or don't um the things that God has blessed you with, man. You got to be careful with them. You're right. You got paid this week because you owe me some money. I don't owe you a thing, and I did not get paid because I didn't work because I was in the hospital. So my I got a check after child support was taken out. I got zero American dollars. Yeah, but they got them benefits for you, right? Yeah, I still got you know good Blue Cross, Blue Shield yeah, because of that job. All right, man. Right? I mean, all uh, that look, medical. Look on the bright. Let's look on the bright side. You're right. Look I'm on a, the life side, nigga. I'm able to go into any <laughs> hospital I want to. So I mean, I'm not. I'm not knocking that. But I ain't get no. I ain't get no dough. Yeah, man. You yeah. peeped the uh, Dave Chappelle shit. I did. First of all, everything Dave does, he executes it very well. I love yeah. it. I love it. I love Dave. He dropped a little ten minute joint on uh, on Instagram about him catching the COVID. Um, that, but it was really more about it was low key. Now I think about it, it was a promo for the Chappelle show on Netflix Coming today. Back. Yeah. Um, but it was extremely. That was ten minutes. Like Dave Chappelle, the only nigga that can drop a special on you uh, on on Instagram. Really, any platform. Like he he commands that type of attention. Where like if he does something, people are going to pay attention. Um, I watched that first this morning. And Dave was kind of echoing that when he did that. Um, what was it? What was the name of the other one? When he dropped, he he expressed his his displeasure with Comedy Central and everybody. Yeah. Um, he was like, he's coming to his boss. He's coming to the people. And today he dropped that, and he kind of expressed that all the power is in the people. He said, "I didn't." He was like, "Why are you begging um, them for?" He was like, "No, no, 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 no. I ain't never asked them for shit." I came to y'all and told y'all until they pay me, you don't watch the fucking show. I didn't ask them for money. I didn't beg them for shit. I came to my real boss, which is the people. And Netflix. And that's what the power is always in the people. And after I watched that shit, I watched the Judas and the Black Messiah. So I was on my Fred Hampton shit. Okay. And the power is in, in the people. people. Po- all power to the people. And the, all the power is in the people in real life. Your podcast ain't shit unless people listen to it. Facts. Yo, when you go to number one on your podcast charts and everything like that, it's because the people put you there. Like the all the power is in the people. But I, I enjoyed that. 
And he said, don't watch that shit until they pay me. And they ponied up on that money. I got my ownership back. I got everything in it. And he said, you know, now I can actually say it was a pleasure doing business with you because now we've actually done business. We've done business. You know, make these people pay you, man. But I said that last week, like creatives deserve to get paid what they deserve. Yeah. What you can negotiate, what you can force. Because the market is going, the market is going to be the market. You set the, you set the market. Yeah. If you, if you allow them to lowball you and you take, you know, them lowball figures and that's, that's all niggas is going to give you. And that's all they think you deserve. You can play outside the market. You can price yourself too much because Dave Chappelle may be able to do that. You may not be. <laughs> Didn't it kind of backfire with Monique when she wanted like $2 million? Well, she was upset that they offered her two million dollars. Okay, uh, but yeah, it didn't it didn't necessarily work for her because the power, the powers in the people, and the people didn't agree. Like, she, didn't she sue them and like win? No, she sued. The, well, the quote unquote victory uh, that they said was it not getting thrown out of court. So they took that as a win, and everybody was like, "See, like, well, it she ain't get no money." So. Yeah. Yeah, but everybody was so upset when she said, you know, she wanted more money. But when Dave Chappelle did it, it wasn't like a big deal. Because we feel like Dave has done more to earn it. Now, I'm not knocking Monique. I think she's funny. I think, you know, she has a resume. You know, with the Parker, she's been in like. That's not stand up comedy, fam. But she's been on the Queen of Comedy. She's held her own. She's had her own comic, specials. She, comic she, had her own specials on, she had her own specials on HBO. Yeah, and she had one on Netflix at the time, which mm-hmm. was the lowest. Watch special of all day specials on comedy Netflix at the time. But it's like, yo, if you funny as shit, right? So like, here, here go an example. I ain't heard. I, I I don't know. I've I've never watched the Monique special because that's just, I've never been, I've never been interested enough. Right. Right. Um, I like Wanda Sykes. She's my favorite. One of my, if you put them in a category, my favorite female comedians or whatever, Wanda Sykes, top of my list. Uh, Dominique. Number two on my list. It's a bunch. Some right? more. Um, for sure. Some more is really cool people too. Real down to earth. Um, but it's never been the Monique thing for me, right? Okay. But if a company says we'll give you X amount of dollars, you can either say okay, or you can say no. And then like in this meantime, like we'll prove your value then, right? We'll go out on the road. Hit the, hit, do some shows. A lot of the comedians were selling a, a finished product to, to say Netflix or these other networks. And that's how they were. Re- and that's what I'm saying. Like, if you feel like I'm worth than two million, put your money up, prove it and sell us the product. And Dave Chappelle didn't say, don't watch Netflix. He said, don't watch the Chappelle show. Cause if Dave Chappelle got on stage and said, Hey y'all niggas don't watch Netflix. Niggas is still watching Netflix. Yeah. Like I was like, I didn't, I didn't jump out the window. I said, don't watch the show. Don't watch my show. Cause Dave Chappelle cannot beat Netflix. You know what I'm saying? Like nigga, we going to watch Netflix. I'm not canceling my Netflix subscription. Cause Dave is upset. Right. But if you say, don't watch this one particular show. Until they pay me, until they pay me what I'm owed. That's a, that's a, that's a smaller ask than you saying, um, I know that eighteen ninety nine that you pay that for your family members um, subscribe to through your account. Yeah, all five of your families are not going to be like nah. That's a that's a conversation I don't feel like having. They're like, what nigga? 
you following Tower Times, Jay? Like, why the, why the, <laughs> hey, why the Netflix ain't working today? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't know. The whole Monique thing was interesting to me because for whatever reason, she took her own stand and it didn't quite work how she, how she wanted it to. Now, that don't mean that people who find Monique funny don't still find her funny. I mean, more power to her. I wasn't never mad at her, but how do you sue somebody for not giving you more, more money? Like what? What's the grounds that, you know? And this is what I have a problem with. And I was talking about this with somebody earlier. This whole "I deserve" culture. Why? Why do you deserve it? Because I I see people do it on a whole bunch of different levels. I, I oftentimes see women say like, "Oh, I deserve this type of man and this type of relationship." Well, why? why? I, you know, it's not the popular opinion. I don't think nobody deserves nothing. I think the word deserve is just. She used a little bit too freely for my liking. Yeah. I don't deserve nothing. Only thing you deserve is what you negotiated and it's been agreed upon. You don't get what you deserve. You get what you negotiate. So like if, if you work for a job and they say, I'm going to pay you $28 an hour for 40 hours a week. So at the end of that week, I do deserve to get whatever we negotiated. Right. Right. I can't say. Hey, y'all, I worked um, better than I did last week, so now I deserve more. Like, it don't – you deserve whatever you negotiated, whatever the, the agreement was, whatever. I can't tell you I deserve something from another person that I didn't create. It's I, funny that you mention that because I had a job when I was younger, and we got paid weekly. And there was a base pay that, you know – that I was guaranteed, but like, depending on our performance, say like they will bump up your weekly pay, say like they, they guaranteed me $10 an hour, but based on my performance, maybe one week I make $16 an hour. So I remember one time, like I got my check and I was like, well, shit, this is only $14 an hour. I was like, I had a really good week last week. And he was like, well, we only guaranteed you $10 an hour. doesn't matter how good your week was. Like you got what you were promised. Sort of like Ford employees upset that they profit sharing this, this only year's. only nine thousand dollars. Um, no, it's like only thirty six, some shit like that. It's like a lot less than what it was going to be normally, and like I understand that because you kind of, but you can't you can't you can't base your bills off of overtime, and you can't base your bills off of bonus money because that money isn't guaranteed, subject to change, and it's always subject to change, like. That's, it's easier said than done. I thought they was only getting nine grand for that profit sharing. No, I think they got nine grand last year and they're getting like 36 this time or some shit. I don't know. I, I don't work there. So I thought I read something like that, though. Okay. Like it's it's a lot less than what they w- would have got because shit was shut down because fucking Corona. Niggas wasn't buying cars. Niggas wasn't making cars. Like, you and what what do you expect to happen? Yeah. Plus, I'm pretty sure as a business wise, you use that shit as an example to not pay your employees. Blame that shit on COVID. We probably could still give it to them. Yeah, I'm sure they're not hurting for money, but we not. We not. And what you gonna do about it? Yeah. But when that deserve shit, I don't think you can deserve something that another person has to give you. Cause I got free will. So if I got a company, how do you deserve for me to give you more money? Like that's 
you can't take my own. yeah, and that and that's what I said. Like I often like I I just I'm just gonna stick at it with the point of dating. Like you, I, I appreciate you touching on the business end, but like yeah. I hear people like, well, I pay my own bills. I I'm independent. I don't do Congratulations, this. Congratulations, you're an adult. You no, know, I didn't bring no kids to this relationship, and that's all cool. But that doesn't mean you deserve. You know, I don't want to get on my Kevin Samuel shit, but you don't deserve the top tier of women because you do the basic adult shit that you're supposed to do. And on the flip side, for women, that doesn't mean you deserve the top tier of, you know, men because you do the basics of shit that you're supposed to do. Oh, please. Vic, what do you deserve? The world. Why, though? Because I'm a good person. I'm loving. I will do for you. Don't give you. me these I resume answers. You, Don't give me the I resume answers. I will give answers. you the world. So meet me somewhere in the middle. Don't be like, oh, so you I want a partnership. Don't, don't be like, don't kind of, but don't be like. So meet me in the middle with the rent too. Nah, you paying all my bills. Oh, <laughs> so why not, do you deserve not, that? Why <laughs> do you deserve? That's that? not meet me in the middle. <laughs> Look. I'm just being devil's advocate. No, but men will be like, well, I ain't cheat on you. I don't be cheating on you. I don't be beating your ass. Like, okay, that's not what you're supposed to do anyway. And then women be like, I got my own place. I got a degree and I can cook and I can clean. And they were like, okay, how your degree going to help me? <laughs> thanks, when I, thanks, basic Betty. <laughs> like, you got basic. Like, I come with my own How money. many women you dated have degrees? <laughs> Most of them, like most of them, get get bamboozled by a nigga with a with a high school diploma. But like, what? <laughs> like, you got a degree and you bring your own money. But if I'm paying for the bills, like, what does that mean to me? I don't get to use your, your degree money. is pointless. I'm saying, like, if I don't get to use your money, and how many? Like, and I'll be honest, I've like women I've dated with degrees. Like for the most part, ain't none of them using them degrees. Like, bitch, I met you at Quicken Loans too. <laughs> like, like your your masters in English ain't ain't help you with this fucking job so you mean to tell me you got seventy thousand dollars worth of debt oh and and you and you answering the phone right next to <laughs> me and my me and my cast tech education <laughs> we both make the same amount of money or well, I, I might have a good week <laughs> what do you deserve Dane, I, I've never want to talk so much. But shit. but but I've never said to a woman like, "Oh, I deserve A, B, C, and D." I don't think I deserve anything. Yeah, I've never. I'm accepting of what comes towards me, and I'm receptive of it. But I don't. Th- I can't. I deserve a woman that's loving for this. Like based off of what? Because another person has to willingly give that to me. So free and, will and is involved, and, and you have to feel like I deserve that. You do. I have to feel that you deserve those things in order for me to give them to you. I've never come to a woman like, hey, yo, I deserve A, B, C, and D. Because number one, I understand like relationships, like it's it's fucked up to think about it in this vein. But like your partner can wake up tomorrow and be like, I don't want this shit no more. And it's nothing you can do about it. You can be hurt. You can be, you can beg, you can be downtrodden. But like if the other person is like, I don't want to do this. You don't even deserve <laughs> you, you you don't deserve them to negotiate with you. You don't deserve them to give it another chance or to try harder. Like you're not entitled to those things. The I relationship think, is just over. I think we should just generally speaking, just switch the word deserve with want. 
You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I want someone who's loving. I want someone who's this. I want. And there's nothing wrong this. with wanting those yeah. things. It's not. It's not a, a thing wrong with that shit. And once you understand that those are the things you want, and then you put that same energy out, and hopefully those are the things that you go towards. But like I can't say I deserve. Insert person and, here. And then you did something, Vic, that that I often hear women like when they say they deserve, they get them resume answers. Well, because. I went to school because I'm educated because I have an apartment because I pay my own bills. That, no, no, that's 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 sort of along the lines where you uh-huh. were going with it. Because I said I'm because I'm loving and supportive and I deserve love. I deserve somebody that's going to do those things for me. Not even material things, but I just I just think that like people fuck up. Like a lot of times. You know, they do give those resume answers like, why are you a good fit here? Well, because I work hard. Like, so what? So what? Like, that's all those things like you taking care of yourself. You pay your own bills. I got a degree. Those are things that you that you aspire for, that you accomplish. And they are great. But I am that a lot of people can also do. Yeah. But I am, you know, nigga B. Why does that shit even matter to me when you go listen off your you, what you deserve was his dick every other Friday night like that's 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 what you deserve oh. that's what you deserve <laughs> I wasn't not even every week every other Friday that's not necessarily where I was going not with the conversation <laughs> that's what you deserve you des- you deserve the baby daddy that you got you know why because you didn't ask enough questions because you're not that great of a woman you're not that good of a person you deserve what you got. Like, like, look, look at that. Look at it from that aspect instead of like the the wants. Like, what have you done to deserve this great man? What do you bring to the table? Like, literally, like, and I'm not knocking nobody's table or what they think that they bring to it. <laughs> I guess I ain't gonna get in my Kevin Samuel bag tonight. Like, what do what have you done to deserve this outstanding man that you want when you fat, black, and ugly? Like, what what have you done? You shaking the table. <laughs> I guess that's and, and that's even the same thing for niggas. Like, facts. what what do you do to deserve a woman that looks like Rihanna? Like, when nigga, you work at fucking checkers, you're five feet, 310 pounds, and you bring home, I don't know, $700 a month. Why does Rihanna want you? So the, the, you the, 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 the question is, would be in that particular situation. You're not going to be able to throw that dick at Rihanna and you and you, <laughs> as in a that man, type of situation. Right? Yes. As a man, you go through all your attributes of what you would like in a woman. And then you got to ask yourself, what does a woman like that want in a man? And do I got what that particular person would want in a man? And if not, then you probably don't qualify for what you want. I mean, I, I'll be honest. I used to be guilty of the shit myself. I wanted a certain type of woman, but all I was bringing to the table, like, yes, I own my home. I have a car. I have a job. But that, at the end of the day, that's really basic ass shit. That's just like basic survival things that you should have by the time you're in your 30s. I tell you what, it was a. And so there was a woman that I. That, that looks great. Everything is good on paper, but the amount of children that she has is a, is a, was a red flag for me. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a lot I, of that, that's a red flag for me. That's a that's a red flag that I carry across my back. And not saying that like you need like because she well off the whole nine yards. Like it ain't nothing like you gonna have to like. It's difficult enough for me to get free time in general, but now I got to maneuver around you and your schedule and. Four different lives with the kids, that yeah. are more important. Than, that's going to be more important and should be more important to me. Like I'm not necessarily ready at this particular point to deal with all that. So before I even, I'm just going to pass. Cause I'm, I mean, that's real. 
That's real. I've yeah. I've dealt with the same thing dating myself because I mean there are other lives that be, that come before you and that will come before you. And if something come up with one of these lives, like I'm gonna drop what the fuck I got to do in order to make sure that they straight. And if and a lot of times that's hard for someone to deal with, especially a woman that does not have any children. I mean, that's that's dope that for for you to understand and recognize that because some people won't. And somebody will like, yo, you know what? Um, I got a good job. I do all this shit. I deserve woman and such and such. All right, but you still actually have to take into consideration what the other things that you bring. Five children may be a lot for somebody. And like if you stuck in this mind state, nope, I deserve this. This is what I want. Like, well, now you're not even moving through it, reality. And it now, narrows down your dating pool to almost impossible. Yeah. yeah. I used to always say that. Like, I will never date a man with kids. And my mom's like, you're like 30. You're going to have find men that have children. Like, it's just no way of getting around it. Yeah. And she was right. I think I've only dated one person that had no children. How lame was that nigga? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think people without children are pretty dope. I mean, because you, thank you. You, you, you fall into that category, but you, but thank you also you. understand that, like, damn near thirty nine, like how difficult it is to find a good woman that does not have children. Like, it's I date young women too. <laughs> All my women, I got to be thirty nine. <laughs> I look, I look pretty young for my okay. age, so I'm good out here. Yo, one of my employees, right? I was talking to him. She to, tried you? No, we was talking, right? And um. She new to to my my team or whatever, so who's going through? Give them background. I'm like, you know, I've been in this industry for the last um, twenty years, eighteen years, and blah <laughs> blah blah. And she thought I said eight, right? And then she was like, "Wait a minute, for how long?" I was like, "For the last eighteen years." I was like twenty one when I started, and like in two thousand three, she was like, "There's no way," like because we in a virtual world, so I don't even see these people. So all right. you see is. My, my your my, head and shoulders my picture you know yeah. what i'm saying she's like there's no way like i mean i think i got her by like 10 years she was like i thought maybe we were the same I'm like hey thanks i appreciate it but uh i'm all right until i start looking like a 40 year old nigga <laughs> what does a 40 year old nigga look like you in 20 tuck, in you 20 tucking your, you tucking your hoodie into your jeans in 2021 <laughs> i don't know but like in the 80s 40 year old niggas look like whoa in the 80s they we see you seen that meme that's floating around with clive drexler like where he was like 27 <laughs> Fem, saw, like they looked a lot teddy pendergrass looked like a grown-ass man at like 24 Nigga, I saw pictures recently. I'm going through photo albums of my dad on his 30th birthday at the church. Like, nigga, first off, you had your birthday party at, at the, church. the church. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we was at church, okay? But I'm like, yo, at 30. No key club for Mr. Johnson. And like, at 30, like, I look younger at 38 than my dad did at 30 to me. And pretty much probably to everybody else. You know what I'm saying? But, like, people just was... You know, we we, all, yeah, we always get caught up. Malcolm Malcolm X and Martin Luther King died before, like, they were 40 years old. They were 39. 39 years old. And when you see them black and white pictures, it kind of skews shit. When you see the pictures in color, like, those are young men. If you were to throw, throw, uh, throw Malcolm in color, get that nigga some hoodies and some J's or some shit. <laughs> or, 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 like, that nigga look like a regular nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He it may not. Like, dang. <laughs> because they were they were Low wearing key. suit and ties every day. Yeah. 
That 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 probably aged you a little bit too, like the Suit, uniform. Ta- also, you, what they were going through, <laughs> like niggas was, niggas was fighting for humanity. Niggas trying to kill you, <laughs> yeah. Like niggas trying to kill me. Yeah, I'm sure too. niggas is trying to come after me every day. I probably look a little bit older. For sure, I'm listening to the uh, autobiography of Malcolm X right now, audio book. Um, Who narrates it? Um, Lawrence Fishburne. Okay, um, excellent. Okay, um, I've been listening to that for the last two weeks or so, all through the crib. So it's been Malcolm. So like, so all this Malcolm that's been on my brain, and then Judas and the Black Messiah. Then watching, um, you ain't even safe right now, man. Uh, you ain't even safe. <laughs> then watching, um, American Skin, and like it's been like, yo, I'm on, I'm on a month. I'm on like, yo, get away from. You me. should watch Rosewood tomorrow. <laughs> hey, look, y'all got to stay away from me. You know what I'm saying? Because I be, I'm on one. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. That's a, that's a lot to digest. But like, just going back to like when I hear people say like I deserve, no, you don't, baby, I deserve. But you don't, you don't, you you deserve exactly what you're getting. In real life, that's what you want, and it's it's perfect. It's nothing fine. wrong with wanting things, yeah. but then when like I said, is change change the narrative. I want, I want, I want. I can deal with that better than somebody saying to me, you know. I I remember I broke up with somebody, and she like. I deserve for you to try harder. Well, I don't care. I don't care no more. I'm I'm not gonna try harder. You can't I'm deserve, not I'm only gonna be worse. You can't deserve with someone else free will. That just be the point. You know what I'm saying? Like if I don't want to be in a relationship with you anymore, you can't deserve for me to try differently because I have to willingly participate. I don't you want cannot, to yeah. you don't own another person like and it may be and it may be hard to digest, but like people wake up all the time and be like, you know what? I don't want this relationship anymore. I don't want you anymore. I want something different. And all you can do is like, okay. <laughs> it hurts, but like, what the fuck you gonna do? Fuck you gonna do. Maybe you don't deserve maybe. shit for Valentine's. You don't deserve it. You don't deserve shit. You got a Valentine's Day? TBD. Baby, I deserve <laughs> TBD. Jay, you got a Valentine? <laughs> <laughs> Baby, I deserve it's, it's company policy that we don't discuss relationships here on oh, Shop Talk Podcast. That's right. That's right. It's company policy. I've never had that discussion um, about a company policy. Uh, but <laughs> you're the one that be in trouble, not Jay. <laughs> All right, now let's turn her mic off. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Maybe I deserve Anywho um, Touchy subject That's all I got man <laughs> I know she kind of cleared the room with that one I, <laughs> She <laughs> She kind of cleared the room with that one uh, You got a you gotta whose man's is this Cause I got a music pick for the week Um, I do actually Um, I got a pl- Let me send you this shit dog You gonna airdrop it to me Yeah I mean I gotta, I gotta play the It's a cool check Oh okay, <laughs> it's definitely a coon check. Um, okay. I need the coon check audio anyway. Hold on, I said share. Don't yeah, play. Yeah, you was gonna send it to me. It just started playing. I can open it in the. It said decline. Do it again. Do it again. You know I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, good just with this. just accept, nigga. <laughs> Don't hit decline. <laughs> I didn't hit decline. Oh man, this is this is gonna be difficult. Just just hit play, day. It's it's not giving me. An option to okay, hold on, hold on. Jesus Christ. It doesn't give me an option to play it, man. 
All right, man. This 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 get off the Bluetooth, dog. Let me unpair you from the Bluetooth. Dog. <laughs> it's it's too much. It's too much. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's too much, man. I, I don't know how. That's why you be struggling out of that job. <laughs> it's too much technology. Three different computer screens. Another coon. Damn coons. I gotta do a coon analysis and a coon screening. It only takes a little bit of white brainwash to activate the coon chip in the average Negro. Well, good people, whose man's is this? And the coon check goes to the same person. And it only takes a little bit of white brainwashing to activate the, the coon, coon chip in the average Negro. I don't know why this Negro, um, the Negro of Negroes in the month of all months would even go this particular route because we have a, um, a Oh, I know who this is going to. We got a gentleman who decides to run for the governorship. I don't even know if that's a word for Michigan and during black history month, he has vowed to cancel black history month. Um, he also says, I will cancel Black History Month in Michigan. It's offensive. It's unfair. Maybe illegal. Americans from all backgrounds deserve a revered history. I'll declare American History Month. Austin Change. I'm a C-H-E-N-G-E here, African. Um, uh, uh, Austin Change was a, a veteran and a first Republican governor candidate for Michigan. Um, I wanted to have a conversation with Austin Change because maybe um I don't know, was he born here? I don't fucking know. Maybe he blocked he, me on Twitter. Did he? Oh, okay. Yeah, what did you say to him? Because on his campaign I said, uh, your wife must be white and your mama didn't love you. I mean that's a possibility. Gotta get you blocked. Because Gotta get you blocked, Victoria. Uh this Negro does not have any facial hair. And you know you <laughs> cannot trust no black man um without any facial hair. And he from Africa, so maybe he don't grow none. Maybe he's facially or hairless egregious. But listen, I can see the stubble. So let that shit come in, my brother. Now, he don't know the history of Black History Month. Like, why would you American History Month? Nigga, no. every fucking... The whole purpose of explaining Black History is because it's been whitewashed. And it's his story. Why? Do you know who Fred Hampton is? He was murdered and he was assassinated at 21 years old at the, in 1969. Was that in my history book? No, it wasn't. So a Black History Month is a time when we should actually praise and uplift and share stories other than Mary McLeod Bethune, Malcolm X, CJ Walk, um, Madam CJ Walker. You know what I'm saying? Doctor Martin Luther King. It should be. It should be other other people that we revere doing this nigga this said maybe illegal well mr governor uh don't you want to find out if that's the case or not like what you mean maybe like you don't have to, i have supposed facts you don't have to do this you know what i'm saying like one i think this shit is like a farce this is them playing with us you know what i'm saying like you don't have to do this type of shit like if you want to be a republic you want to be a black republican I'm okay with Republicans. I'm okay with Democrats. Well, I'm equally okay with Democrats and equally okay with Republicans. There, there has there has to be opposing sides. Yeah. Just, it, you know that's, what I'm that's just how democracy works. It has but to be just because sides. you're Republican, don't mean you gotta be a fucking idiot. Like, why would you come on this type of shit? 
Like you notice a democratic state, right? He he needed a platform and he wanted to appeal to a certain to a certain base. Trying to get them them donations up, you know what I'm saying, from that certain base. And we don't really fuck with that Austin change or Chingy. And, and you have to understand that the base that you're trying to get it from don't fuck with you neither. <laughs> now I, I did kind of fuck up because what I said I was gonna do is I was gonna reach reach out to him and be buddy buddy with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, I, I support with you. I do everything that you, boom, boom, boom. I'm still going to do this shit because he's not going to listen to this episode. Uh, and I'm not going to put his name in the notes. So when they search it, he's not going to find it. But I'm going to be really, really buddy, buddy with him. I'm going to tell him I'm, I, I agree with him. I support him. I'm trying to come over to the Republican side. I'm going to try to get him to either do a phone interview or come up here for an interview. And then I'm ambushing this nigga. I'm black, y'all. I'm, bl- <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to ambush this nigga. Like, you going to come in the interview with your dashiki on? <laughs> No, I'm just gonna come with him with facts and ask him real hard questions. I'm like my like my nigga, you didn't answer the question, and I'm gonna say that like you, my nigga, you don't you don't think he's gonna come with handlers? It's gonna be like what the fuck they gonna do to me. Cut the interview short when they see it going that nigga, way. That that would make me go viral. That bitch would be on the shade room the next day. <laughs> uh, black Republican um, candidate for governor runs out of an interview because he was scared and he was a bitch. That's what they would say. Cause that's if it's the, on the shade room. Yeah, that's it, that's what I'm. I'm gonna send it to him. Like, can y'all use this comment? Can y'all? This is the suggested comment I want y'all to post. But you know what I'm saying. But like, I want to have a conversation with Mr. Austin Change. I don't even. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm pronouncing his name wrong, but that's okay. Okay. Yeah, bitch. So yeah. is his mama. So um, hopefully your representatives haven't listened this far into the episode. I'm gonna wait a couple months. You ain't gonna listen to all these bitches. It's like impossible. It'd be but it it'd be nice. You know, last time we had a politician on, we swung the vote. We one hundred percent did. We swung the vote. And guess what happened after that? She brought Kwame home. I mean, I mean come on, dog. So we bought Kwame home. Did I did we mention that on the pod? I don't think we put that two and two together, but we bought Kwame home. Yeah. Shop talk. Yeah, we did. I, I like to I, I would I would love to interview Kwame. Yeah. I just to get an to. hour with him. Yeah. I'm sure he he keep it one thousand with us. A thou wow. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I do have a music pick of the week. No, you wouldn't. Yeah, yeah, big. Okay, big. Be yeah, good all be night. Good. <laughs> okay, be good all night. All right. You know what I'm saying? She's not drunk yet. <laughs> and we don't. And we don't. Well. Still early. Uh, <laughs> so listen for y'all listeners out there. If you see some shit on the on the shop talk page where it looks like I'm I'm being pro uh, Austin change just niggas y'all y'all are in on the whole thing we gonna we gonna get this nigga up here and it's gonna be a goddamn misunderstanding okay <laughs> I'm a fucking uh, we about to have somebody else here soon the, and it's gonna be a misunderstanding what's a what's a boy name I'm a Vance Jones this nigga I'm oh a, man <laughs> Van got Van got a lot of flag this week too for yeah, fuck that for that, you know, Van be playing both sides of the fence. He got a lot of flack for that shit this week. Finally, you know, it's because Van started crying for a minute, and that like softened. That nigga cry every time. Hearts. Every time he can get on the fucking TV and cry. <laughs> Look at all these people voting, nigga. Shut the fuck up, my nigga. <laughs> you know, Van was going. He just. It. This is the moment that Donald Trump became president. He just valid. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Like get the fuck out of here with them fake ass crocodile tears at nigga. I mean, me run this motherfucking music back for Van, you. Van bitch. be doing the soft show, the the soft shoe for his job. He be doing the shucking jive. Man, he do some work. He get some niggas out of prison and shit. So I won't, I won't shit on him one hundred percent. But like, come on, my it nigga. ain't all bad, but it ain't all good. Yeah. All right, I do got a music pick of the week. Uh, I said last week on the show, 
He is the next star to come out of Detroit. Babyface Ray dropped his project. I think Babyface Ray is going to be the next star to come out of Detroit. He dropped his project, Unfuckwittable. Uh, so Babyface Ray and the project is my music pick of the week. There's one song in particular, uh, like Daisy Lane, that he also dropped the visuals to. That's the song I'm fucking with. I love Cash Doll on Allowance just because I, I love Cash Doll. And she said, bad bitches deserve allowance. And if I... Deserve? I, yeah, that's a Cash what? Doll said. And I would probably give Cash Doll all of my, my money. You uh, ain't get a check this week. I, I would sell dick for Cash Doll. Uh, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I ain't even going to front, man. I'm, I'm a little bit afraid to meet her. And only because I'm afraid to meet Cash Doll because of what happened to me when I met Delicious. And I still haven't felt like I fully recovered from that. And I just think like the it would be the same thing. The pandemic ruined it. She was going to come up here. On she was. Um, think- Delicious? No, Cash no. Doll. Yeah, she'll be back soon. She'll be I back. met Delicious when she was at, on the radio. And I had won some tickets to this, uh, the white party. And I was up there and she was there. And I was just like, hey, girl. She- Delicious glamoured me. I I couldn't I couldn't move. I couldn't yeah. move. Delicious, fine. Yeah, as fuck in person. She I looked at her. As I fuck. looked at her eyes, and when she was in her, you know, six o'clock in the morning, I'm on the radio. Y'all can't see me. Look, and it was still fun. <laughs> <laughs> and she's soft, soft, and she smells like fresh baked cookies. Like delicious yeah. has the power. She has it. So, I don't I don't know why niggas hate on her. Like she it. y'all y'all hate online. I seen in real life and. <laughs> And I'm and I'm astounded. Yeah. I'm astounded. Three I'm, like four years later, like you can't tell me shit wrong about her or that body. That booty is soft. It's soft. Charmin soft. I won't go into her specific body parts because it's you know kind of weird. I'm just saying her 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 ass was soft because she, you know, I I was I don't know. Have I told the story on here before? I feel like I have, but like multiple times. Yeah, I couldn't even. I couldn't even. I couldn't even get my phone. Like I was just a, a bumbling idiot of a mess, and you know she she got me. So that's why I'm a little afraid to meet Cash Doll because I feel like it's gonna be the same result, and I'm I might cry. I seen Cash Doll uh, that wedding in August when I went to the strip club. She was up there. Was she in the wedding or at the strip club? She was at the strip club. So after I left the wedding. She was at the strip club, and I knew it was somebody famous there because it was like one fifty to get in, and I'm like, I ain't paying that. But we knew somebody that knew somebody and let us get in for a cheaper price. And her friend was there dancing, and Cash Doll was there. I did not show you the video. No, but I would, I would like to see it. Yeah, she threw lots and lots and lots of money. Did she dance? She did not. I've seen Cash Doll dance back in the day, and it was so much money. Being thrown, there was money like in the bathroom. There was money like falling in your purse. It was, I mean, it was money everywhere. Like, this is when she first really like started like rapping and coming out a little bit Main Street in the city. Um, this was probably like 2013. She was stripping. Okay. Yeah, but Babyface Ray, that's that's my music pick of the week. Unfuckwittable. I, I like the project. I like, I like. Ray, I think he's got like a very specific sound. He looks, moves, dresses. He he got the star quality to him, and I think he's going to be the next one from Detroit to really do something. And I think this is going to be the project to kind of help help push that along. He's dropped a lot of singles and a lot of music out there. What song you said? Uh, hold on, let me go back to it. Like Daisy Lane. I'm Sam. 
tripping, you know what I'm saying? How you niggas getting that motherfucking Trump money, y'all niggas ain't doing nothing, bring it straight to me. Dropping all them fiends, got the block hot She trying to catch a breeze, I let the top drop Them niggas hating on me, they is not ops I been gathering for a week to make it one stop 35 racks all on one watch A brick and walk hard all in one pop Stay slack, cha cha. These niggas stay broke, but not I. I heard you tryna say that little bitch pop out, pop out with the Glock out. I done got got, ain't far back. I brought it all back when it got hot. You call in, they got a call back. He is not the guy. I tell the bream, so the rock and rock. Nigga, I put a little shirt to sleep, rock a Nigga, two tones, we don't do those, but they cool though. It's a world I play the game, this shit get crude on. So that's, that's my music pick of the week, Babyface Ray. Like Daisy Lane, the whole project is called Unfuck With A Boy. It's on Apple Music. It's on all streaming platforms. The next star to come out of Detroit. Book it. Um, that's what we got, my nigga. Uh, it's time for the uh, the Benny. Yeah, it's time for the benediction. It's time to give give the good word. Oh, before we jump into benediction, Vic, you were uh really campaigning the good cause this week. I want you to kind of like put that information out there about the cause and how people can continue to donate. Okay, so if you guys know me, you don't know me, I'm an educator, and I teach preschool in um, Southwest Detroit, and we are virtual, so um, a lot of my students do not have access to literacy books, um, things like that, so um, my assistant and I are doing a book drive, so, so far I've collected about $150. Somebody donated $65 today. So um, you can cash at me. My cash app is Vic Slick, or you can Venmo me. Um, you can find me on Instagram or Twitter, which is Slick Vic, and um, you can donate. I mean, you can simply donate a dollar. I have nine, oh, I'm sorry, I have 10 students. So far, I have 75 books. And like I told Dame, I'm trying to give them at least 20 books a piece because when schools are closed, you know, I don't have access to libraries or to, you know, our library inside of our classroom. And I just want to ensure that they are kindergarten ready and have books. And March's reading month is coming up. So hmm. all the rich niggas report to my DM. For books. For books. For books. <laughs> <laughs> Not the OnlyFans content. For books. I don't have an OnlyFans. I know. I'm just saying. I'm just, you know, you know how niggas be on some creep shit. Uh, give, give out your, all your social media again real quick, Vic. Um, my Twitter is SlickVic with four K's after Vic, and my Instagram is SlickVic with two K's after Vic. Okay, cool. So donating how so these babies can get these books, man. We trying. It's tax time. I know y'all niggas got it. I know you got it. I know you got it. Y'all ran up Trump money all year. You know, send send just send a dub. Send a forty ball. Let these babies get some books. Uh, it's your man Dame Gone Wild on IG Dame Gone Wild on Twitter Just drop the I At me, talk to me, I'll talk back Hey, I just want to tell everybody that's supported this whole Juice for Dame campaign We got a whole nother week that we trying to run through 
I appreciate the support. It's humbling, like, when I just check the hashtag and I see how many people, people that I know, people that I don't know, support number one, the movement, just to eat better, get your health better, supporting my homeboy Verge and his, you know, burgeoning biz- business and helping him, you know, increase sales. And, uh, you know, just people that, that support me. Because, like, I, I came front. Like, you know, I get on the podcast and I talk tough and I... But, like, I be having my days sometimes. And, like, when I look on the hashtag and see how many people is rooting for me, how many people are supporting me, how many people got my back, like, it's a humbling experience, and it and it can, and it can helps me to continue to stay motivated and do this thing. We got a whole nother week. You can still use the hashtag Juice for Dame to get 25% off. A hey, Verge, juice this. This is the last week of it. And uh, we're going to keep pushing forward, man. I just want all my guys to take better care of their health. You know, you got these babies. You got these kids out here. Ladies, instead of dropping five grand for that BBL, just eat better. Just eat better. Work out a little bit. Hit the gym. You can. It, God gave you the curves. You just gotta. You just gotta release them. So I mean, I appreciate everybody and everyone's support. Uh, we still on the movement. Hashtag Juice for Dame. If you see me in the streets and I'm eating some bullshit, smack it out my hand. I promise I won't fight you. Uh, and yeah, that's it, man. I love you. Shop Talk Podcast. The brand is strong. When you see the blue and the black, you know where the fuck you at. Let's go. Uh, shout out to y'all, man. Another week of Juice for Dame. Um, y'all got an Apple Watch, man. Put that that heart um the heart rate thing up there, man. Look, check your heart rate. Make sure y'all shit is good. Uh, the health is wealth. Go to your doctor. Go f- go find a primary care physician and go. Work out at your home, man. Do some push ups. Do some sit ups. Do some calisthenics. Do some jumping jacks. You know what I'm saying? Wake up an hour early, thirty minutes. Get that blood flowing. The health is wealth. Uh, Shop Talk Podcast is an army. Better yet, a navy. Yeah, you yeah. Feel me? I got some. Um, we got some merch on the way. I'm being printed up today. I'm gonna have some it's good tes- merch. It's I'm, good merch. I'm gonna have some testers. And um, once you, once you, once that shit get in, I, I check out the quality, and everything. Then you can have Jane Dame in your house all the time. You feel me? <laughs> you feel me? You, you know, because I, I know some of y'all listen to Shop Talk Podcast naked and touch yourselves. Uh, <laughs> I've, conf- I've confirmed it I've confirmed it Well you know It is what it is Some women said I had that type of effect of the, You know uh, It's magic here It's magic in, in any event man We appreciate all the support We appreciate the love uh, When you see the blue and the black You know where you at Shop Talk Podcast Studio If you're looking to support The Shop Talk Podcast You can do me a favor And go subscribe to the YouTube um, It's Jay Johnson 313 um, is the YouTube um, because I'm putting some I put some content up there today, but I'm about to start focusing on some video content, and I need them subscribers up so they can monetize the page. You feel me? And then I can put real content up because it's hard for me to put free content up if they ain't giving me no money for it. You feel yeah. me? Now you feel it's me. not a nonprofit. Shop Talk is for profit. For profit. You feel me? So uh, go to the YouTube YouTube.com forward slash J Johnson three one three. Uh, check out some of the shit that we, we got on there for the last four years. Um, but some some more dope video content is going to be coming. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jay and Dane. Hell yeah. Peace.